How are you doing? Hey, Matt. Doing good. Good to hear from you. Is Brandon on the line as well? Yes, right. Great. I was just scrolling through Facebook this morning, and I'm impressed with the posts that I see BR Couture Incorporated Ramen Ranch is sharing on Facebook, and I thought it might be a possibility to get a podcast with y'all, and by golly, an hour later, Rachel and Brandon are joining me to... Uh, to do a podcast, so thank you for joining me this morning. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I'm going to start off with some stats. 138,082 people have liked your Facebook page. How in the world do you grow a Facebook page that large? Well, believe it or not, we actually did it with a spreadsheet. So when we started BRC like two years ago, it started with zero, literally. And I had a goal to hit 100,000 fans, and I just kind of calculated, well, I need – to get this many new fans a month or a day, literally it was a day, and I would kind of see, like, well, what posts connected with people and what got me a lot of new fans. And our goal was to hit that, I think, you know, maybe by, I don't know, we well exceeded it, you know. Um, and a lot of that is due to the international people. You know, we see a ton of people sharing it, like, from Asia, from Africa, Colombia, South America, you know, Mexico, and we started with zero, and less than a year later, we were over at over a hundred thousand. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, y'all are involved in the Brahmin business, and um, one thing that you said that was profound to a dummy from Iowa that uh, makes sense after I thought about it. You said that Brahmin cattle, you're able to have a worldwide following because some of your clientele or people that are showing Brahmins are located near the equator, and it's hotter than thunder and Brahmin obviously can uh, handle the heat stress more than your average club calf for sure. But uh, can you just tell us about how many countries y'all might send semen or cattle to or just some unique international story? that? Yeah, just, just like you were saying, uh, there's so much land, uh, cattle producing areas there just centered around the equator. And... Uh, you know, here in the U.S., Brahmin may be relatively small compared to some of the other breeds like Angus, Hereford, or whatever. But globally, it's a giant. And, uh, you know, a lot of these, these countries, I think we, we ship and sell genetics to over 26 different countries. This year alone, um, six, uh, every continent with the exception of Antarctica. And uh, I love saying that because it's it's, it's impressive. You know, I tell you, if we I'm jealous. Cow, I'm jealous. If we could, if we could get a cow exported to to, uh, I might just find a post office box in Antarctica and ship a straw semen there, just to say all oh, seven continents. Absolutely. But uh, those areas need some type of of zebu or eared influence. You know, we're just trying to fill the need of, of high-performing, good-muscled cattle to, to build the beef industry in those a lot of those developing countries. I mean, uh, just going through your pictures and stuff, they're sure any cattleman could appreciate just their, their structure, their rugged build, extra foot size, and, uh, yeah, obviously they're high-performing cattle as well. So, uh, I mean, just could you tell the beginning story? I don't know how you'd want to uh, tell that story, but uh, at one point, uh, Rachel was involved with V8. Y'all are doing your own thing now, and that's great. But uh, 
when did y'all decide to, to begin this brand and tell us about the beginning story? Yeah, so Brandon and I got married um, about 12 years ago, and for the first probably eight to ten years of our marriage, we worked for my grandfather, Sloan Williams, who was the owner of the Eight Ranch, you know, until his death a couple of years ago, and it was wonderful. It was, you know, we learned so much, and we're thankful for that. Um, then, oh, two or three years ago, we were in a, um, we were, you know, in a family business, and we had the choice to either go in the direction of maybe going into a family partnership or going out and on our own. And we actually made the choice to go ahead and go out on our own at that time, and that's when BRC started. And it was scary. You know, this wasn't like a, a, like a planned out thing. It was like kind of just a spur sure. of the moment, here's your choice. And we chose to go out on our own, and literally we went to sleep that night like with no brand, no nothing, and by the time we had got up the next morning, Brandon had kind of drew out our brand, we had came up with our name, and we just hit the ground rolling. We had our first online sale maybe like two weeks after that, and um, ever since then, it's just been a huge blessing for us. You know, so if anybody ever wants to know how to, like, start a new operation and from scratch and have an online sale in less than 30 days, I'm your person. I can help you with that. <laughs> Cool. Um, yeah. And here we are a couple of later, and we were named BIFC Stock Producer of the Year this summer of all breeds, which is, I mean, just blows our mind. And, you know, we have our highest-selling cattle that we've ever had before, and the demand is just huge for Brahmin genetics. This is just elementary questions probably, but I don't know what sort of growth you've experienced in the last two years. How many cow-calf pairs or whatever did you start with, and how many do you have now? And then... If anybody wants to get, I mean, come to your farm, how do they reach out to you? Uh, just give us a little background about your operation. So when we first got married, between both of us, we owned no land, and we owned six cows between the two of us. And uh, just steadily over the years, trying to build and grow and obtaining lease, lease land and coming across little cow deals here, here and there, we were able to build and grow and start adding numbers to our cow herd, and uh, you know, and through the the proceeds from that, just start building building a, a base of land that we were able to purchase and and own, and just continually grow. And now, uh, you know, twelve and a half years later, we're up to three hundred and fifty cows, and uh, uh, that I'd cool. say just over a section of land total. And I will add, like we didn't inherit of this like we purchased all of this these land cattle straight up on our own you know with a lot of loans and stuff but um, I think it shows people that you don't have to you know inherit things or to be successful and that you can build your own cattle operation over time with time and hard work absolutely and you quicker than most that's incredible the amount of growth you've had in the last couple of years <laughs> since you started this deal you're doing uh, some sort of meat company in town could you just briefly talk about that as well uh you got a store yeah so um we you know we love we i was on a meat judging team and everybody talks about brahmin beef you know and kind of turns their nose up at brahmin beef and so brandon and i set out a goal to change that and we started like carcass ultrasounding our cattle and genetic testing for marbling and really improved that and then uh 
three or four years ago, we started Brahmin Country Beef, which is 100% purebred Brahmin beef company, and we ship beef all over the USA. Um, and this summer, we opened a meat market in our hometown. Um, the store is called The Ranch Downtown, and we sell our local beef as well as other local items. And then in the front, we have, like, a restaurant and an event space where you can come, you know, have a steak, have a couple of drinks, listen to some music um, on the weekends, and it's been awesome. You know, again, there's many opportunities for ranchers out there to diversify and and try different things in their business just to do a little bit different. Anytime you can connect straight with the consumer, that's a great idea. So, so what is the range of prices in, in your sales on a, on a virgin Brahmin heifer? Yeah, so we sell about a hundred head a year, and our average price is around fourteen thousand per head. That's the average. Um, but we sell heifers anywhere from thirty-five hundred dollars on up to you know hundred thousand or more. Um, you know, for some interest or flush or things like that. And um, so it's a really good business. We have worked hard to build a reputation of of high, very high quality, and um, you know. So we, we really have options for any type of rancher, whether they're looking for just commercial replacements or, you know, the best ramen female in the world. We can Great. hook them up. Curious about your semen selling uh, operation. You said you sell to all continents besides Antarctica. Um, what is your most popular sire of the year 2022? Um, our most popular sire is a bull named Captain, and, and actually it's kind of ironic because a lot of club calf guys use him for American uh, club calf, but um, Captain, is he was born here in the USA. He syndicated um, in Australia. We sell a lot of semen in, on him to Thailand. We sell a lot to Mexico, Colombia, Venezuela. Um, I'm working on a big shipment right now over to Africa. Um, in some, some different countries over there, like working with their government to, you know, supply the genetics. And um, so we really have about five sires right now that are super popular, which would be Captain, Dutton, 160, um, Noble, um, Peanut. Those are some of our more famous ones. And we sell about 30,000 units of semen a year on the bull. Uh, I know that you have your graphic design, you have some roots with, uh, Phil's Heat Wave Bull and my Monopoly Bull. So Captain is basically the Monopoly and the Heat Wave of the Brahmin deals. Say like Noble is probably equal to Heat Wave, and, and no offense, but like Noble was really popular, you know, a couple of years ago. But he's getting older now, um, and people go. still love him. He's a little bit older, you know. And Captain would be like the Monopoly, you know. So Captain is like the hot new sire that um, everybody has to have. Firing all the champions right now. Uh, Molly, your daughter is is entering the show ring. I, I've seen you uh, maybe the sat on Sirloin show. You won your division a couple of weeks ago, but uh, just talk about the. I mean, I'm sure that you've always enjoyed livestock shows, but it must be pretty exciting to get your own kiddo into the ring here in uh, the year 2022, or maybe it's been longer than that. But I became aware of it here in the last few months. Yeah, so she's she's been showing probably what two years now, but she didn't really get into it here until about six months ago, and now she's just eat up with it, and uh, she practices all the time, gets better all the time. But I have to admit, you know, I I'm used to uh, I grew up in South Mississippi around 4-H and FFA shows, and then the open shows in the Brahmins. But this past 
a few weeks ago at the Saddle and Turtle, and that was my first baptism into the Texas jackpot scene. And, uh, sure. you know, it, 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 a little bit to get adjusted. There's a lot going on there, but, but, but once I kind of got settled in, there's, we had a lot of fun. And uh, so many people around there and, 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 and did very well, and Molly just worked so hard and she shines. I'm super stoked and proud for her. I was opening floor that weekend, and so I could go, and Brandon texted me and was like, this is way different. There's a lot of blowers here. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of blowers at that show. Well, you have a uh, phenomenal junior show career of your own, Rachel, and I'm sure that Molly is just, uh, you know, on the ground floor, what will be a awesome eight- or ten-year stretch for her as well. Uh Amazing, like I said, about your growth and uh, the future. I mean, what do you see the future in terms of uh, your brand? I mean, you guys are already as big as any. So, what do you see? The, what do you see in the future for uh, B Architrair? So we have. There's like a, a phrase that's kind of been coined about BRC, and that it's it's that we're raising the modern Brahmin. And we see it when a lot of people come to the ranch, like especially the international people. They um, they say the future is here, you know, like that has really made us proud because I think people are recognizing that our cattle are a little bit different and better and um, that, you know, BRC is the future of Brahmin. And, you know, we're just focusing on expanding those good genetics. Um, I just found out yesterday that our bull Dutton was actually the number one most widely used sire in the whole, uh, in South Africa last year, which is big Brahmin country. And so, I think he had over 500 calves, like, which is big for a, you know, USA bull to come sure. in the, and, and be the number one most popular bull. And that was made us really, really proud. And I, you know, I would say we have the same numbers kind of going in Thailand, too. And just growing with these countries and helping people in these other countries improve their cattle, you know, little by little. Are you fluent in foreign languages or do you have to have an interpreter when these people from Thailand or... <laughs> Or Iran or Saudi Arabia come and view your stuff. Or Google Translate comes in real handy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got well, you. That's I, cool. I, I can understand Spanish, but most of the time I just play dumb because sometimes it works to your advantage to people don't think you know what they're saying, <laughs> you know, but no, <laughs> Google Translate is what we use. That's great. Cool. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, really exciting from a uh, Iowa guy up here uh, to hear you guys' story and to uh, watch from afar as you continue to grow into the future and can't wait to see, uh, you know, the uh, excitement that you guys have coming down the pipe and, and also your, your kiddos as they get into the show ring and can't, can't wish you uh, nothing but the best for the future. Well, we appreciate you having us and if you ever find yourself down here around our country, please don't hesitate to stop in. I'm going to take you up on that if I ever get close to Houston. Just located uh, just side out, outside of Houston, 30 minutes, correct, to the west? That's right. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, Brandon. Thank you very much, Rachel, and we will be in touch. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Thank you. Bye.